welcome to Power Start Your Day with Dame Nicola Smith-Jackson, helping everyday people to build their empire and win at life, money, and business. And now, here's your lifestyle money and business coach, Dame Nicola. And welcome to Power Start Your Day. It's saying Nicole Smith-Jackson. We're going to reawaken your spirit this morning, resuscitate your passion, renew your mind, so you can recommit to the plan that God has for you because he wants you to start winning with life, money, and business. And so we're talking about this $13 trillion transfer of wealth. And the Bible has talked about it, you know, that there would be the wealth that is stored up, the wealth of the wicked stored up for the righteous. And the thing is, it is this is the, the, the thing. Most people believe that just because you say you're a Christian that you're righteous or that you're just going to get the wealth. But let's think about the word righteous. The root word is right. Someone who knows their rights and they exercise them. Now, remember, God reigns on the just and the unjust. So if you follow his principles, Sure, if you're not doing the right consequences, but you also have consequences if you are doing the right thing. There's life, money, and business, but we're talking about this $13 trillion transfer of wealth. And on today, our scripture is going to be coming out of Ecclesiastes 11, 1 through 2. And what you need to know is that the wealth will be transferred to the owners with assets. The owners with assets. So we're going to talk about you being counted where it really counts. And we have to become owners, not renters. Let's go to the Lord. Father God, we come before you. We honor you today because today is the day you made. We're glad we're joined here in the land of the living heaven. Father, we are just so gracious that you sent your word, your only begotten son, to save us so we can have an abundant life. Help us be clear on what that is. And we'll be safe, focused on the word and not the world. Let us return to our first love. Who loved us first? Imagine how so many times we get amnesia of what you've already given us. And you already knew that, so you sent us a helper. Holy Spirit, have your way here at Power Start Your Day because we have no power without you. Bring the word of our Lord back into our remembrance as you teach, guide, direct, and correct us. In this season where we admittedly, intentionally want to follow your instructions carefully, to position our next generation to prosper, even now as our faith is increasing. That your words and your promises are yea and amen. We honor you, bless you, because you only not hear the word, but do it 
and seal this prayer with the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. All right. Hmm. Owners versus renters. Many of us rent ideas from other people. And it's okay to operate in the principles of God. I mean, come on. Why don't we rent ideas of God instead of trying to imitate other people? Because we're getting it wrong. The word reads clearly, Ecclesiastes 11, 1 through 2. Cast your bread upon the waters, for you will find it after many days. Give a portion to seven or even to eight. For you know not what disaster may happen on the earth. Now, this word fired through King Solomon. And the word does not say, hey, it's a good idea to put your money here or to do this. It says cash. So that's like a directive. It's a direct command. Then it says give a portion. So our money is supposed to always go seven to eight ways so that we don't know what disaster may happen upon the earth. So now what I need you to here, if never before, just ask the Holy Spirit. Just say, Holy Spirit, help me understand. Because I don't know why I just got like a vibe that automatically we're talking about money and people start making things confusing. That's extremely simple. If you had $8, you send it eight different ways. If you were to look at your bank account, is that how your dollars are going? If you had $7, you go seven different ways. If you had $10, you divide that seven into that 10, and then you still let it go seven or eight different ways. Now, in the beginning, you're like, I only have one stream of income. But it says cast your bread. So that means that one stream of income if it's not to where you can diversify that income to where it's going in places where it can come back, assets, things that appreciate and grow in value. And if it appreciate and grow in value, you have to measure it. And if you have to measure it or you're able to measure it, you can document it. So that means it needs to be on paper. You need to be able to say, this is where it started and this is where it's grown. You have, or you can say, this is where it started, this is where it's grown. I get it. If we keep renting the ideas of what looks like riches, then the transfer of wealth this season is going to pass your generation by, possibly again. See, I don't take it that. Everyone that's listening 
automatically our first generation six or seven figure earner. But I also want to speak to those who might say, well, my family got me spread away. The era is changing. So you have families that had wealth for a long time that things have gotten shaken up. I don't know if you have paid attention that even the royal family in England right now, they started now having articles out saying what will happen once the queen transitions. What will happen to once the queen transitions? What will happen to, to we say, the queendom, kingdom? What would happen to the royal family? Get that article. If you can pay attention, I read. Too expensive to be uneducated. And that was a clear distinction to me that the era was changing. You see where the descendants of that family is now going diverse. Do you think that God did not already know this? The same way in Ecclesiastes, did you think that God did not know? He says, for you know not what disaster may happen on earth. But he didn't say he knows not. He already knows what disasters will happen on earth. You don't know. I don't know. We don't know. But he knows. So he says that if you do these things, you'd be good. Now, with this transfer of wealth happening, if you want to be counted in the census, you got to count where it counts. It needs to be on paper. If it's not on paper, it doesn't even really exist. Now, you might say, well, paper can be burned. Well, there should be some account of it somewhere. Think about the word we're talking about. Account. Account shows the beginning, the transactions, the history. And if it closes, it ends. Account. So we should be looking at ownership where there is accounting. Now, so let's look at this. If wealth will be transferred to asset owners, this is where the documentation beats any presentation or, or even invitation. How many people have we seen that, and guess what, this is not even black or white, because if you go and you look up painters, actors, um, uh, athletes, wealthy people, period, a lot of the really, really wealthy people, they're not even out on the forefront. They're not. They really just want to enjoy life. And you can't really enjoy life when you got a lot of people who don't even understand wealth throwing jugs at you, trying to pull you down, trying to whatever. They would prefer not to even be out there like that. They're known amongst who they want to be known amongst. But when you start talking about the documentation, how many people have we seen while they were here on the earth, it looked like they were wealthy, but then once they were gone, the truth came out that there was nothing, no accounting. The net worth was way less than what we thought. But why are you thinking about theirs versus focusing on yours? See, this is where we start talking about. This word did not tell you, go pay attention to everybody else's bread for 
is this what we do? I can see when they put the top four list, people on the top four list, and then now people going down the list, and you can see the comments, the ugly comments under the people who now they've accumulated wealth and people who are like the jugs at them instead of them focusing on their own bread. When everyone has access to most of this information, but how to apply it is where you're going to need the education, where you're going to need the help, the guidance, but they don't want to invest in the education. But all of the wealthy people invested in education somewhere, whether it was the time, the effort, the talent. I want to give you seven that you have have the option to own. There are more. There are more. And I did not want to confuse it. I always want to come and bring it back down to the idea of saying I need to be talking to the person who has not gotten started yet who can say, you know what, I can do that. That's, that's, that's my thing. My thing is because I was that overworked hairstylist, come from a family of humble immigrants, literally some of the things that I was hearing as I was growing up, it just wasn't jiving with me. So that's my financial intuition and say, no, it must be more. And still I had to get to a place where, whether it's family, friends, people who I come in contact with, I had to be in a place where I would be willing to stand alone with God and let him guide me, and he's guided me into many different places and waters and even into research on, just like I thought, Lord, there is more. I, and there's more than what's being discovered. And now since I have been knocking on doors, so many doors are opening, oh, my Lord. So let's give you the list quickly because I'm actually today going to be doing some more recording or content because i got to get this stuff out. Yes, I'm writing a book or whatever, but I, God has made me where I'm an orator. So I have to speak it out because sometimes if I don't speak it out at that time, I simply just forget, like literally. That's what happens when you let the Holy Spirit just have your whole vessel and do what he wants to do. So you need to own, you need to be a business owner. I don't care what kind of business, it doesn't have to be brick and mortar. You're just in a different tax code when you have a business and you have different things you could do when you have a business. You have different types of accounts you qualify when you have a business. You have different options when you have a business. So outside of your tax ID number, you have to have your EIN number. You have different options. And as an individual person who's an employee, Versus you even becoming your own employer. Okay? Stocks. Consuming those companies, you need to own part of them, whether it's through IPOs, those individual stocks, ETFs, broad index stocks. We talked about that in Multiply Your Moolah. But listen, I'm giving you it and you write it down. I know you don't expect that I'm going to give you all the details of all of that. Right now, I'm just giving you the list of the things that you should now start saying, you know what, let me, I need to be owning these things. And believe it or not, there's probably not going to be one professional that can provide all of this, okay? Bond owners. You got bonds you can buy at the bank. You got other types of bonds. These are assets. These accumulate over time. Policy owners policy you have. You got policy to protect. 
policies to grow. Multiple types of policies. Got policies that you can have tax free. You got tax policies that now you can have tax free retirement. You have different kinds of policies. How many of them do you own? Property. Say, I'm going to go on and I'm going to own the business stocks, bonds, all these things. I'm not going to protect it with any policies, but I'm going to go get property. I've made some of the mistakes of just following the world is done. I said, ah, some bitter, some sweet, but you need property and you don't have to possess the property, meaning you have the hard asset to have ownership in property. Mistake, I thought. You don't have to have the keys to it, have ownership of it. Right. Commodities. Gold, silver, oil. You don't have to own an oil well to have ownership in commodities. Currency, fine arts or collectibles. Things that will appreciate, they either become better than they were when you bought them, grow more than they were when you started. Ownership, ownership of them. Literally, there is certain brands of different things. I love fashion. And I buy some fun little things, but I buy some things that appreciate, even with fashion, even some of Chanel bags that I have. You know, Chanel comes out. They have years of them, just like cars. And Chanel goes even into vintage, even some of the jackets and things like that. They go into vintage, and they become worth more later than even when you bought them. Everyone's going to have their iniquities. Some people, you're going to have your imperfections. You will. I do. But you can't be imperfect without priority. Because then you won't get the wealth transfer. So I literally, inside of my budget that I budget to build wealth, I literally put a portion over there so that, okay, after I do all the goody stuff, mama gets to treat herself with certain things, reward myself. And I might try to slice something out of, oh, I've made this amount of profit off of my assets so I can take a little bit of here and do this. And then guess what's happening, though, and what has happened over, I would say, probably the last five years. The more I've seen, now mind you, I want you to hear something, and this is going to be super important. It took many years before I started seeing some of the assets really blowing up. Some of them you get quick stuff, like the cryptocurrency, whatever, quick. But that's not how most of the assets grow. And literally, the younger you start, the better it is. Some people start thinking about retirement. Retirement accounts, right? Some of these things took a while. 
while I was still working, still contributing to it. Start off with a little bit and keep adding to them. And watching, I'm not talking about becoming a day trader. I'm talking about becoming an investor in the multiple assets. And I trained this, and I'm talking about this even in my Money Mansion course, and some of it I am adding into the next course because it's like too much to consume in one thing. And obviously those who are the students, you know, inside of the Mania Club, they get this, but you're getting a lot of exposure and, and content that's curated for you to say, I can take action. And all I can tell you is that the time that it takes for you to start saying money to mature and grow over time, most people don't have the patience. They're like, the money is not growing fast enough, but they're not looking at the earnings that they've had over the 10, 12 years from their job that they labored or their business that they labored. They're not saying, okay, wait a minute, I'm 50. Well, I'll be Robert just turned 50. I am 47. And if I was antsy when I was 27, 20 years ago, things that I've invested in that I still have, assets that I still have from 20 years ago, and some of them I use those assets and profits to buy more assets and more assets. And then now the business became an asset, so I now use that to buy more assets and more assets. That's what you need to be doing. You earn the money to add value and add assets. The wealth transfer would just come to your door. To me that now are coming to my door only because I've been investing in different things for a while, and they're not, they wouldn't even offer them to some people who have no prior investment. We're not only talking about accredited investor, we're talking about opportunities that now slim amounts of people get access to only because of what's going on on paper. Documentation will be imitation any day. It's going to get better. God has released me to all the things that he has been preparing me for for so long. And I finally said yes to know exactly where where, where Dr. Monroe said, you'll be known for success. You'll be known for making people successful. But in this season, you must be successful in your financial wherewithal. But you can't just hand over your access to just anyone where you can't even have a decent conversation of knowing what they're doing. Literally right now, I set up an appointment. We'll be talking with my private banker, and they're bringing different people from the bank. And guess what my private banker tells the people? He says to them, listen, when you come to Ms. Jackson, she knows her stuff, so don't come. You come with your A game or don't come at all to the meeting. That's what my private banker told me yesterday, that he tells his team when they're coming to talk to me. He says he tells them she knows her stuff. She knows what she wants. She knows her goal. Come to the meeting. 
How did that happen? I asked thee to knock. I've knocked my head. Can give you only the advice as far as they have the experience. But this is your legacy. This is a season that if you're locked out, you lock yourself out. There's nothing anyone can do to you, season. God has opened up the heavens for us. There's nothing no one can do to you in this season worse than you can do to yourself by not investing and learning more and increasing your financial literacy, intelligence, and intuition. There's no way I can die with all of this bottled up. I gave you a list. Go back and listen to the replay. Invite some more people in the Power Move group as we continue to grow and get prepared for our next challenge. Love you. God bless you. I got to get ready. Talk to you soon.